Welcome to Work and the Future, a podcast about tomorrow, with your host, Linda Nazareth. Well, hello, and thank you for joining us today. Today, we have a really interesting topic, which is the movies, or really the creative partnerships that go into creating movies. We know that partnerships and teams matter to all organizations, but movies are a little bit different. When you get a team together to make a movie, you bring together a lot of creative people and as well a lot of people with competing priorities and you know, that can make emotions run high in that workplace. So if you look at what makes creative partnerships successful, there are lessons you can take and apply to all workplaces and all projects. Well, my guest today is an expert on those creative partnerships. Angelo Tomaselli is an assistant professor of entrepreneurship at the University of Amsterdam Business School. With two colleagues, he's written a piece that's been published in the Harvard Business Review, which looks at movies made by Italian directors and what makes good creative partnerships between the people who work on them. The conclusions of that study that are in the article are really interesting, and there's some real implications we can apply to all kinds of teams. I had a really fun discussion with Angelo, so please stay with us to hear it. So what are the work lessons we can glean from successful creative partnerships? Well, to talk about that, I'm joined by Professor Angelo Tomaselli of the University of Amsterdam Business School. He's done research into the Italian movie industry. Angelo, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. It's my pleasure. You know, before we even talk about creative partnerships, and I think this is such an interesting research area you have, uh, I'd like to hear about your own career, how you ended up doing this, studying these kind of things. Well, I think I was first fascinated by movies when I was a kid, of course, without knowing that uh, behind a movie, there is a creative partnership. Recently, my childhood friend, Diodoro, reminded me of games we were playing about creating movie stories. That was really nice. But then once I did my bachelor's and master's degree in management at Siena University near Florence, I started to analyze the movie industry and creative partnership from investors and perspective, uh, trying to understand which type of issues and challenges can exist. So after doing my PhD in management in Bologna University, I started always to analyze this more and more, thanks to the support also of my PhD supervisor. So I continued my studies about the movie industry and creative partnership. Um, so I also work actually as a business analyst in other industry uh, like banking. And this was very useful to understand the difference between an industry based on creative partnership uh, like the movie one and other types of industries. I think that creative partnerships uh, need to realize projects that are very complex, whose development process is actually very hard to manage since it involves people with uh, completely different skills, like uh, managerial and creative. In addition, uh, creative project success is very hard to predict. All members of a movie crew can be committed to make a movie, but nobody knows actually if the movie will be successful. So these type of industries are really unpredictable. Uh, there is a movie that I like, Day or Night, uh, is uh, is a movie of the famous director Truffaut, 
And Truffaut, this director, say that the movie is like shooting uh, uh, movies is like uh, a stagecoach uh, trip. So at first you hope for a nice ride, then you just hope to reach uh, your destination. <laughs> you can imagine how hard this to basically to start something so complex and to involve potential investors. That's really interesting. And I'm interested in kind of the work lessons from this. And obviously there's a lot of them. You specifically looked at one relationship, right? Between producers and directors. Why does that one interest you so much? Well, uh, yeah, I I was interested in this relationship between producer and director uh, because they represent the key leaders of the project. So basically they represent the dual leaders of it. Uh, you can image, um, for example, you can image something like, if I may use a similitude, there are two roles uh, in the Greek mythology, like Apollo and Dionysio. These were two gods representing two different aspects of the human nature, one more rational Apollo and one more instinctive Dionysio. Producers and directors are a bit similar, one more managerial and one more creative. So I was really interested in this uh, duality. It's interesting. So yeah, for those people who aren't as familiar with it, the producer is more involved in money aspect, right? The making this a profitable enterprise and the director is, as you say, the creative person. So yeah. they have different priorities. They do. Uh, as you as you mentioned, uh, you can understand that uh, the producer has budget constraints and could try to influence the director about artistic choices like actor selection. The director is less constrained about uh, and concerned about money. So the director could create issues for the producer by ignoring aspects that are technical, but necessarily to complete the, the movie. So it's really important that they talk each other and that there, there is role separation, but at the same time, they don't ignore each other. It's fundamental to be, let's say, empathic. So consider the difficulties of the other role. It's interesting because, you know, we see this in all kinds of organizations, right? People have their own priorities. They're managing their own projects. And they have conflicts. So let's talk about some of your conclusions. You talk about the need to have one vision. Yeah, the, the vision is a powerful word. There is no unique magic formula to reach a common good vision. But uh, putting aside personal ambition can be an important key. The director and the producer must work together every day to align their ideas. So this is really hard. Uh, the producer we interviewed, Nicola Giuliano, claimed that a vision may extend beyond the project at hand. So I like the sentence we reported uh, in the article when he refers to the relationship that he has with, uh, with directors, especially young ones, when he says, we are working not only on your field, but we are also working on building your career. So it really conveys that uh, a producer must care, that he cares, and is not putting his interest first, but the overall movie success first. This is fundamental to have you know, a common vision. How do you make that happen though? Like in a project like that, whose, whose responsibility is it to try and create the vision and, and communicate the vision? How is it done successfully? Well, uh, again, there is no one magic formula, but probably I think that uh, there are some factors behind the curtains. So some factors before to define a common vision. And some of them I also mentioned in the article. 
first, I would say like uh, recognizing the function that different roles and their characteristics have. In particular, I would say that each role is connected to a specific characteristic or reputation. You could imagine that uh, the CEO of a fashion company might be known for his commercial reputation, mm -hmm. but this CEO could also actually work with another team member, like a designer that is known for another characteristic, another type of reputation, like an artistic reputation based on attracting critical acclaim, for example. And to be the strong vision here, it's important that they know that each reputation has a different type of function in the team and that only together they create something, you know, symbiotic and they create a particular synergy. So the commercial reputation, for example, will be useful to lower concerns about financial returns, but the artistic reputation could be important to guarantee that the project will be accepted in the market. So this is very important as a first factor that I would identify behind a vision. The second one maybe is the familial closeness. Also, this is a term that I mentioned in the article. Yeah, many successful projects start when two managers become the basis of a larger family of employees. I mentioned uh, Pedro and Agustin Almodovar, um, but also if you think about Walt Disney with Roy Disney. And when I was doing my PhD in Bologna, I met a good Italian movie producer. That is a funny story. Uh, this guy, um, Paolo, Paolo Rossi Piso, is a producer, but he decided to become a producer around 45 years old. Uh, when he was, you know, uh, not very young. And he decided to become a producer only uh, when he discovered that his natural, his natural father was not the person he believed, but it was an actor and that he had uh, a stepbrother that is a director, Antonio Piso. So Paul and Antonio started immediately to create a movie once Paul discovered that his brother uh, is a director. And they presented Cannes and Venezia Film Festival. So in every industry, we could learn from uh, family examples and make our project uh, partner feel more secure before planning a common vision. You mentioned some of these partnerships in Disney and elsewhere. What if people don't get along? How important is it to set an example where you have the two leaders really getting along with each other? Setting an example is important, uh, I think, but a strong example uh, creates trust also for other team members, like for the movie crew in my setting, the setting we analyzed. The trust is critical to overcome challenges that are you know, happening during a long project making or like a movie. It's really important anyway that this type of uh, example setting example is natural. So it should occur in a natural and authentic way. So not be forced, I think. I know you've looked at other things besides movies, other partnerships. Can you talk about some of the other partnerships you've seen that are good and have led to business success? Yeah, there are probably many other examples uh, in the industry. Uh, personally, I like ones, and it is in the automobile industry. Uh, that is my probably favorite example. That's why also I reported in the article. 
uh, is about the the creator of the famous Ford uh, Mustang that uh, was made by the general manager uh, Mr. Lee Yakoka and the designer Carol Shelby. So at that time they were working together on this amazing project. And there is, by the way, a movie about that Ford versus Ferrari that is mentioning this type of partnership and relationship they had. And we reported in the article that Shelby was actually afraid of the reaction of uh, Mr. Liakoka because Liakoka was famous for his business reputation. And then when they started this project, uh, Shelby uh, I mean, was really afraid that Liakoka might not like the project because it was not really business oriented. And we report this sentence in the article where we say that when Yakoka asked if the project could have been useful and good, uh, Shelby say yes. I mean, the project is feasible, but probably will not give you money immediately. And uh, Yakoka replied, I don't care about making any money. So also in this case, it's important to understand that in every type of industry, partnership are possible. And in this case, maybe the first thing is not to think about money, but to be really revolutionary. The Mustang created a new type of automobiles uh, known as pony cars. So now this is very common in the US, but at that time it was really novel. So from this point of view, I think that in every type of industry, kind of symbiotic career that would exist. I know you've also used the research around the Pfizer vaccine as an example of this. Tell us about that. Yeah, that is also a funny story about that example because my wife, she's Turkish and uh, we also try to collaborate sometimes together, no? Uh, in the academia. She's, she's working in the Department of Communication. And similarly, I noticed that there were other couples. So at some point, we also started to, you know, dig which other couples they exist. And we discovered, by the way, there was a Turkish couple creating this type of vaccine, this vaccination. And I noticed that basically they started together, you know, and they went over some problems that you might have, you know, in your common life, because at the same time, they are husband and wife. So to work together on a project with your wife, it's really hard. You really have a, an important connection. So you need to try to understand each other, but at the same time to keep it professional. And I think that this type of project was among the one that I mentioned probably the most difficult, not only because of the pandemic events that really changed the world, but also because they were a real couple. So they had to overcome some problem that you have in your family and merge with you know, some issue that you might have in your career and job. So about that, it was really nice to mention this uh, story. I know that they were a couple, they celebrate with a Turkish tea called chai when they discover a vaccination that really changed and improve, I think, you know, health condition in the world. That's very interesting. Okay, so what other lessons can we take from Italian movies that people can take in the workplace and might help them? Italian movies are nice. I mean, I consider myself, uh, let's say, lucky to be Italian. Um, there are, of course, many other industries that are nice. But when we think about 
Italy and Italian movies, probably we think about some movies that uh, people like because of the stories and emotion that they transmit. You may think about Cinema Paradiso or La Vita Bella or all spaghetti westerns. <laughs> and in general, in this type of movie, there is always a kind of sort of combination between uh, aesthetic and managerial and different type of you know aspects that you might find if you think about the one uh that nicola giuliano the producer we interview la grande uh, la grande bellezza the great beauty is it looks only artistic but actually there is a lot of technique uh, or technique and managerial aspect behind when we think about movie we only notice probably aesthetic parts But actually, when they need to realize all these aesthetic parts, <laughs> there is a lot of work that the producer must must do. Uh, in the Italian movies, for example, I'm sure that shooting in Rome was not really easy. And they had to do this also during the night for particular scenes. Uh, if you watch the movie, you understand you know, that everything should be perfect. So when we talk about uh, Italian uh, movies, probably we really talk about sometimes perfection, especially for the movie that then remain in the story and are able to win uh, awards or also, or also national movies that are not super famous abroad, but actually that could uh, help Italian to live better. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite movies, a comedy indeed, is an Italian uh, movie. I watch it like uh, 10, 10, 20 times. But if you ask me to watch it together tonight, I would say yes again. So, <laughs> well, lots of lessons on creative partnerships. Angelo, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you to you, Linda. It was a pleasure. Angelo Tomaselli is an assistant professor of entrepreneurship at the University of Amsterdam Business School. Well, that's it for today. If you'd like to know more about Angelo and his work, please take a look at our show notes. You'll find a link to the Harvard Business Review article there, as well as other links. If you want to connect with me, I'm on Twitter at, at @relentlesseco. Now, if you did like this conversation about the future of work, please take a moment and leave a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. That'll really help people to find us and will help us continue these discussions. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks as always to Stokely Audio for audio production. To learn more about work and the future, and to see show notes, go to the workandthefuturepodcast.com. You can also contact us at comments at theworkandthefuturepodcast.com. The Work and the Future Podcast with Linda Nazareth is a relentless economics production. <laughs> <laughs>